This is the Open Phil Broadcast, and we are here in California in a garage with the band Siren Call at their practice space in Austria. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. It's major time warp and uh, time travel and all kinds of interesting things happening um, because it feels like we are... Um, in the 80s, listening to a really cool, tricked-out grunge band with a bunch of 90s effects. How's that possible? It's being back to the future, baby. It's, it's a, you know, a LSD flashback. Man. Well, don't you believe me, because before we start this interview, we're going to let these guys kick it off by playing Harness. Thank you. 
You've just heard Harness. So, so Elizabeth, are you here? Yeah, I'm actually. I'm pretty vacant. <laughs> pretty. Pretty vacant. Pretty, pretty. Come on, do your do your Sex Pistols impersonation for me, please. No. Come on, do do. You did it beforehand. We need this on tape. Cause, go on. You have to understand. There's just one British person here, so there won't be a lot of backlash. <laughs> I'm a Yank, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from the Damn wrong Yankees. side of the street. <laughs> there, up on all side. Oh, cheerio. Chin up. Bob's your uncle, okay. So dodgy. <laughs> oh dear, I believe my grandfather was a character actor. <laughs> was he now? He was. So, yeah, tell us a bit about... Um, well, we're in, the, we're in the southern western side of Vienna. I think yeah. it counts as California. <laughs> um, totally. And, uh, and we are at the uh, new practice space for Siren Call. And it's like a hidden it is know, very bunker. Hidden. Yeah, it's a hidden mm-hmm. bunker. It like took over one of the bunkers, you know. In a former, Xerox park, basically. The former yeah. former government. There's a cake shop. We have a rocket site and you could come with your friends and um, you know, paintball gun. There's so even hazelnut really coffee. Hazelnut coffee. Totally joking. Mm, yummy. Um Servus, wir können auf Deutsch. Servus. Ja, wir haben hier auch den den drummer Gabor. Hi, grüße euch. Auf vocals und uh, lead vocals und bass Ivan. Hey baby. Hey Ivan. Oh, she makes me smile when she says, hey, baby. <laughs> and Jason, who is on secondary vocals and lead guitar. No way, dude. Dude, you've also Come built on. up this whole, like, Cali practice space yeah. with all this fancy recording gear. It's amazing. I, you know, I just, like, you know, transit between California and Austria. And yeah. I bring my friends with me. And so we're, we're kicking it. And we're having a good time. And, and uh, you know, bringing over some of the, the California energy to Austria. You guys have Definitely. played several shows in California, too, as a band, correct? Yeah, a bunch of them. Since 2012, we've been playing the Whiskey, I think, three times. That's the Whiskey, whiskey Go-Go. Oh, dear. It's, I think it's four or five. I think it's four times wow. in three years. And we've played the Roxy. We've played in Anaheim at the Doll Hut. Twice. Twice. Yeah, we've played also up the, up the coast, the West Coast, up to Seattle, uh, Portland. Olympia, Portland. Yeah, we've been... So, what (laughs) happened? Why do you keep coming and showing up at like a silly open mic, open fill? I mean, you guys are like a. Because it has Mm. like this, like legitimate cool factor. And I always feel like, you know, for a rock band to keep that energy going, even when like there's the market issue and and issues with Idrei doesn't know what rock is. And well, or Austria didn't have rock in the '80s and '90s and in '70s, and so that's cool. And so we're just hanging out with singer songwriters. We hang out with the hardcore bands. We hang out with uh, pop bands. Um, I was in a Latino rock band before, so you know it's California like mixes all that stuff together. Mm-hmm. So hanging out at the open mic is is um, especially open fill is really awesome for us and, and, and I think I'm a regular I hope so yeah. you've also helped us out sometimes when we've been yeah. down to sound man totally. or or a host or you kicked out of sound man I don't know but it's it had to kind of you know things had to be things done happen. right I yeah, just want to add that you guys are making a scene and that's so important and yeah. we need the scene every band yeah. needs a scene to break out of and it's just lovely you know 
having this group of people, like-minded people that play maybe different kind of music, but we're all there for the music mm -hmm. and for the art, and right. it's a lot of fun. So thank you, Phil and Lil. Oh, it's a pleasure. Of course, thank you for having us here at your yeah. home, yeah. of your practice home, and uh, what? What? Say home. It sounds like they sleep here. Sometimes. Ma sometimes, maybe do. they do. <laughs> do. And uh, Not here. Could, could you could you play another song for us? What What would you like to play next? Rose Ashes. Oh yeah, cool. All right, let's hear Rose Ashes.
guys um that was siren call with rose ashes we are here at their uh, practice space in uh, southern california vienna um and uh yeah um i have a question for you guys when you're not playing in in la and you're not playing at the open mic where else do you guys enjoy playing uh you touring austria at all or what tell me what what's kind of cooking? What's what's going on? I mean, we've played um, a lot of Eastern Europe because I'm from Bulgaria. We played Bulgaria. We were on a national TV show, Dennis and Friends. That was pretty fun. We played also at two clubs there. We've played in Gabor's home country, Hungary. We was in Hungary, um, in Czechia, in Slovakia. Mm -hmm. And is there like a big rock scene there? Or, um think it's much wilder than yeah. you know the central European scene I mean especially I remember when we were in Serbia uh -huh. it was this like kind of like Andy Warhol factory meets punk god I need to go there crazy <laughs> in Belgrade and we just came here it was a big snowstorm yeah. and we showed up there at like midnight just played and the kids were going insane it was like punk like going back in time Mm. So, God, sounds, sounds amazing. pretty amazing. <laughs> well, Next time, take me, please. Just in the trunk. All I'm very small, so travel size. All jokes <laughs> aside, we actually just uh, were in California, and uh, we we actually just played some shows there, and and um, have been started to work with some people, um, and kind of gotten our band a little bit on a more sure footing. Um, it is an interesting idea to to kind of make music for. Um, West Coast United States market mm. as an Austrian band but I grew up there so yeah. I kind of believe in this and I believe also in the advantage um, musicians have in Austria and um, the support what was what, what would those be <laughs> well exactly. you know in California most people have to work two jobs yeah and so that would mean a musician is like working three and so here in Austria, a musician actually can be a musician. Okay. That's interesting. So there may not be like the coverage, but at least you've got more space to actually do the music or what you want to do. Because yeah, coverage is a big sort of issue in, in the media. We cover very few of, of our local bands, which is horrible. So talking to you or if, <coughs> maybe switch it up a bit, but that's just me. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that many times you don't know what you have until it's gone. And sometimes it goes to London, and that would have been Falco. Yeah. So, you know, and then Falco came back like Caesar to Rome, so, you know, and shook everything up. Unfortunately, he passed, and, and um, there really hasn't been much in popular music that really had also a ry rhythm and blues and a rock kind of soulful yeah. aspect to it. and. Falco really had this kind of 
classic Vienna style. He has a shining light in his voice. And you could just know it's Falco just when you hear that voice. And, and he was somebody who, for me, personified Austria today. And he's like the quintessential, always hip, always in vogue kind of uh, artist. And I think it's, it's unfortunate, but in many cases, you know, it has to be forbidden for something to be cool. And so we just hang out at the open mic and, and ruin our reputation and hang out with you guys. And, and we think we ruin your reputation. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a like a vice versa kind of I hope so. deal. So, yeah. Now, when, when, sorry, when you guys aren't uh, recording CDs, playing shows, because I know you guys brought a CD out recently, you guys also do a lot of videos, I've noticed. Exactly. I think it's like the favorite thing of Siren Call is to put yourself into music videos. I mean, the last who's... one was Harness, right? The and last that... one was LA Crash, no, and the LA one Crash before one. was Harness, yeah. and the one before was Rose Ashes. So and the one the before songs... was Just a Man. Yeah. So we've played ha. the last three videos, actually. So Yvonne, Harness, I think, I read, was in, somehow inspired by Girl on a Motorcycle. Yeah. And we both very much take a liking to Marion Faithful. Absolutely. So do tell me how was, um, you know, shooting the videos sort of well for me the movie just describes this sort of 60s rebellious kind of psychedelic vibe and just this woman on a motorcycle was so scandalous and yeah. our whole band is kind of this idea of a girl taking it forward you know yeah. and harness when you hear it for me it was very road motorcycle freedom Okay. So I just, when I was writing the song, I visualized this, and then I ended up seeing the movie, and I'm like, I have to pay tribute to this. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, um, who did you work with to, to sort of shoot the, shoot the music video? Uh, have you got like one guy you, you did all the music videos with? Or? We have our go-to guy, you know, Nikki from Rock Videos. Okay. He shot our uh, last three videos, Rose Ashes, Harness, and LA Crash. So it's a whole concept, like, for example, kind of LA crash is then you've been traveling in harness and then you kind of get to LA. Oh. And then it's the so story it's like in LA. So it's a trilogy, okay, not trilogy. Sorry. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Like that. Cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Talking I about the 60s and 70s, Jason, I need to, we talked and I was terribly jealous because you said you actually listened to... 70s LA radio. Uh, well, and I was, I like, was actually playing. I was actually playing for Yvonne Rock Radio uh, while she was there a couple weeks ago in Los Angeles. Okay. And Los Angeles has 24/7 rock radio stations that are playing Queen, Led Zeppelin, oh, um, just Aerosmith, and not only like the main tracks, but also the B sides. Oh, that's so you, So they'll like just play a block of like three songs or Pink Floyd and and it's just that's something that doesn't exist in Austria yeah. now I lived in Austria for 20 years mm -hmm. so I can't talk about other European countries but the funny thing for me is is I was raised on 70s rock radio and so my vision and what I believe about this band is really about that and not about what people may think or is you know, make sense in Austria or not. The fact is in Austria as an artist, I have a hundred percent 
uh, artistic liberty and freedom and right. Yeah. And that's the gift of Austria. Mm -hmm. not, not what other people in Austria choose to do or not what you know, disc jockeys or uh, station managers choose to, to play on rotation. Um, it's the fact that as an artist, you really get um, this amazing support from the state to just be who you are. Yeah. And I think that kind of freedom of choice and freedom of identity is so critical and is a huge advantage that people that live here in Austria, because after all, it's the Menschenrecht in Austria. It's the, yeah. the right of humanity. And so I live in a humanely moral country. And I'm from a country that's insanely toxic and poisonous mm. to itself at the moment and, um, and to everywhere else that, that it, it gets its tentacles on. And so I, you know, and, and I love my country my, of my birth, uh, you know, deeply. But, you know, it's like a rogue teenager, and I was allowed to screw up and be a screwed up teenager. Yeah. And so I guess the United States gets to do that too. And, and so we just hope they get a, you know. It's like um, with parents, we can't really do much to stop them. We can yeah. sort of yell at them, and then they leave anyway, and yeah. they come back, I think, don't know, three days later, and we're like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, so maybe it's that. It's a dangerous teenager, though. It's a real yeah, rogue, it, dangerous it teenager, is. so. It's sort of a teenager with guns, so. Not only guns, mm -hmm. I mean, license to ill. <laughs> so um, I got a question for you guys before uh, I'm going to ask you to play your last song. Um, here at the uh, Open Field Broadcast, uh, we, um, we get to nominate. Well, um, you get to nominate, not us. Well, yeah, you guys get to nominate um, the next person to, to come on the next half hour here of this episode. And uh, and I believe there was some discussion about this, and 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 I think you guys agreed. Um, but I want to give you guys the the honor of of announcing that um, here, who will perform next, and why. Do you want to say, Jason? I'm such a loud mouth, um, and, <laughs> and I did jump that gun, and, mm -hmm. and and I was pretty adamant about it. And it's because uh, I just really think Wolf Morrison is, is so hilarious. Seconded. <laughs> He's just so also, also a video maker. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day you'll dare Still to let him make a, a music video This for is you a great guys. idea. We should work with yeah, do <laughs> some gory, gory it. song. You could do, you could like, do like something like Elvira, <laughs> something really sort of trashy for mm -hmm. us. I'd love, oh my god. I'd that would that. be excellent. We should do it. Uh, I would and like we'll to invite you to live in the video. Yeah, right. uh, I want to you, know, you, know that, you know that Elvira is actually a Latina. Yeah, is she? she is. She's a Latina. Oh, my. Oh, so yeah. One That's a real L.A. character, Yeah, Elvira. she's. I love yeah. her. Well, since we've met you guys, there have been quite a few changes uh, in the band. So yeah. before, before we leave um, this interview, I would like to uh, say that we met you as a duo. And then you uh, found a drummer. You brought a drummer, a young man, who uh, we've seen in a couple of the videos, I believe. Um, uh, which video was he in? Harness. 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 And yeah. now you've gone back to your original drummer from before we met you guys. The one and, and only. This is Gabor. And Gabor has now also evolved and multiplied. Is this correct? That's Papa. Right. Yeah, I've been father um, seit vier Monate. Oh, schön, super. Yeah. Gratulieren. Danke. Congrats. Ja, mein Sohn heißt Oliver und ich bin ein glücklicher Papa geworden. 
Okay, mm. so he's, he's now a father for four months. <laughs> so now being a father for four months, uh, wie beeinflusst das dein Spielen? How does this affect your drumming? Jetzt um, habe ich ein paar Monate Pause gemacht, wie Yvonne und Jason in, in L.A. gewesen. So you stayed home and, yeah, and, and let them go to L.A. Ja, aber die sind jetzt wieder zurück und Vollgas. Ja, absolut. Das konnte man hören. The energy was really up. I loved it. Yeah, the energy is fantastic. I can't wait to hear your next song. I mean, this yeah. is Siren Call. It's the three of us, and yeah. this is the chemistry. This is it. This is the sauce, guys. The okay. Sauce. Good. Cool. And and uh, will you let him play the drums? Wirst du ihn auch den die Drumsticks bald halten lassen? Auf jeden Fall. Excellent. Yeah. He can Excellent. fill in for Gabor and he's not feeling <laughs> Okay, what song are you guys want to leave us with? I think the one and only LA Crash. All right. So you we've guys actually made the journey you were talking about. Yeah. So yeah, now we have arrived in LA. And in I have a thing of garage. saying the one and only today, so <laughs> it's, good, it's good. So look up Siren Call on uh, on YouTube, on the web. SirenCallOfficial.com. Official.com, that's right. And check out their music videos. And uh, yeah, we're uh, looking forward to hearing what you think about this. So here is LA Crash. The one and only LA Crash by that's Siren right. Call. <laughs>
Alright, thank you guys so much for inviting us to your practice space here in Southern California, Vienna. Uh, and, uh, and now we're going to teleport over to the Radio Orange studio and check in with Wolf Morrison, who's waiting for us. Hey, Wolf. This is the Open Phil broadcast, and uh, we have returned from California and are now uh, with uh, Wolf Morrison here uh, back at Radio Orange. Wolf Morrison has just had an epic Halloween. Why don't you tell us about your Halloween? My Halloween movie. Yeah, first, hi, Phil. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Nice having you here. Thank yeah. you. It's nice to be here. Yeah, we just had our premiere with Satan's Girls at Halloween. And it was awesome. We have now more than 500 clicks on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Hope we'll get more. And uh, what is Satan's Girls? Satan's Girls is about three young and independent and beautiful women who were sent back on earth from Satan. To Why get, would he do that? To get their revenge, and he wants them to seduce Jesus Christ so he can rule over the world. What? Yes. And, they, and he thinks that, that seducing Jesus will give him absolute power? Yes, because when Jesus uh, loses his... Innocence. You know? okay. And if Jesus loses his heart and soul, then his soul belongs to Satan, and so he can take over the world. Oh my. Hmm. How many of these girls are there? Well, we have three lead actresses and four supporting actresses. So you have a total of uh, seven chicks in this movie. All right, Satan's seven. Satan's seven. That's kind of a deadly sin almost. Yeah, it is. Seven deadly Right. How Is, do they each sort of stand for one seven or one of the seven deadly sins? Well, or not is it just not really. It's just it's just a coincidence. Oh. But one of them you were thinking of of killing. Sorry. So one of the one of the girls you're thinking of doing away with in the editing process. No, just fun. But she yeah, is now a little bit complicated because she doesn't wants to be credited with her real name and she doesn't want to have credits at the IMDb, so... <laughs> well, we won't say which one of the seven. No, we won't. But definitely the one with the worst acting. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, you boys are horrible. <laughs> well, I mean, who else could it be? Oh, I'm ashamed. I didn't do as good as the other girls. Yeah. Please, delete me. Um, said no actor ever. Said no actor ever. Well, a real actor would stand mm. by their terrible acting. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, usually you do uh, premieres more in like actual movie theaters. What compelled you this time to try to go the uh, web route? Well, uh, the last movie didn't do so well at the theater, and so what the movie I went to? Yeah, Paranormal Shades. 
How did it not do so well? That was, that was awesome. Fault, of course. Yeah, thank you, but <laughs> we should have had more people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but if people can't show up for whatever reason, did you just not sell enough tickets? So you were worried about taking the risk again? Yeah, I had to, I had them to pay more than about. Then you back. Yeah, about a hundred twenty dollar, uh, one hundred twenty euro. So. It's not so bad. It's not so bad, no. Last in Vienna was a bigger loss. I had to pay them more than 500 euro. Ouch. Ooh. Yeah, that was... Yeah. That's really seriously lost in Vienna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 500 euros lost in Vienna. Yeah. Oh, man. And but uh, um, well, some of these movies have really done well on, on YouTube, right? Yes. I mean, which one you said has 10,000 views? Blood City Massacre. Blood City Massacre. And how long have you been making these little movies? Well, it's now my 10th anniversary as a filmmaker. Mm. 10 years. Congratulations. Thank you. It's <laughs> like as long as I've been in Vienna. <laughs> so your movies are, are mostly sort of trashy horror films. Yes. And who would you say influenced you? When, when did you? Did you just wake up one morning and said, okay, I want to make trashy horror films? Who is the reason you started doing what you're doing now? Uh, the, the reason for making movies is that I was watching movies since my early childhood. So my mom said, I have no time, go and watch TV. Okay, okay. And so I was watching TV my whole life. And I've also seen a lot of making of DVDs. Mm -hmm. And one day I thought, okay, I want to make a movie. Yeah. And it was so deep inside of me, I had to make it. If I wouldn't have made it, I would have died. Yeah. There was so much passion inside of me, I had to do it. And that was Wild Rebel, my very first movie. Okay. And it should have been a serious drama. But it but didn't end up that way. Okay. It turned out <laughs> a little bit worse. Okay. <laughs> so I bite the bullets and edited what I had to, the material that I had here. And well, made it a little bit funnier. Okay. And you grew up um, in the on the countryside. You didn't I grow up in Vienna. No, I grew up in Melk in Lower Austria. Okay. And how does a boy from Melk, uh, how do people feel in Melk when, when you say, okay, dad, mom, I'd, I'd really like to be uh, a film director and writer. <laughs> how do they feel about that? Well, uh, that... I became a filmmaker and became interested in filmmaking that I just turned out when I was in Vienna. Oh, okay. So okay. Good. So you made your way to Vienna. And then yes. You knew. But you're not just a filmmaker. You're, uh, yeah, song exactly. you're writing songs also yeah, and write performing. Songs we and see perform. you at the open mic a lot. Yes. Um, I think you're one of our more dedicated... Uh, Followers. Followers, members, yeah, or me members. disciples, or <laughs> um, you know, p participants, I think mm -hmm. is the correct word. Yeah. Um, you love to come to the open mic, you love to perform, yes. and um, I would love for you to, uh, you know, let's get a song in the first 10 minutes here. So, oh, what, yeah, what yeah. do you want to play the one you wrote for the movie, or do you want to play something else that you. Yeah, I thought I'd play Viennese Rain. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh. That's but, like your but, classic. Yeah, that's my. But first of all, I wanted to answer your question oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you didn't give me a chance. No, I didn't. The influences, uh, there were a lot of influences. I had Sergio Leone, for example, with Once Upon a Time in the West with the extreme close-ups. Uh -huh, okay. David Lynch. Oh, yeah. And, right. of course, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. That's why I, I asked. Yeah. I was like, okay, 
so that's that's the reason for that's the reason okay. and that's the reason for the name Robert Tarantino okay this is Wolf Morrison with Viennese Rain So that was Viennese Rain. Uh, what inspired you to write that song? Uh, schnitzels. Positive. It's about your love for Vienna. Yeah, it's about my love for Vienna. And the funny thing was, I was moving into a new apartment when I wrote the song. And because I have no car, I had to move it, you know, the suitcases with my hands and so. And it was raining every time when I moved to the other apartment. So with my luggage. So... I went. I was wet to the bone when I write this song. Ah, it's always raining in Vienna. Bullshit. Viennese rain. Okay. Well, it's certainly a new take on the whole, you know, ode to the city kind of thing. So that's good. Um, yeah. 
Schnitzel faces, that's a new sort of um, phrase, but very fitting, especially if you drive with the U-Bahn sometimes. There are schnitzel faces here. Right, yeah. The Austrians know it. So mm, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, you, you, came to, you said you came to Vienna uh, from Melk. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Why would you come to Vienna? I wanted to be an artist, so I okay. came to Vienna. Okay. There's no Step chance. Step one to being an artist. Move to Vienna. Yep. And uh, you um, rolled your suitcases from Milk to Vienna. Yes. Now, you. Uh, when did you start doing music? Was this before or after the movie Bug? Well, uh, I was. O- it was love for movies and love for music. But uh, first was I did first music, and was performing on the stages and then I came to the movies. Have you ever sort of uh, recorded your own score to a film? Yes, yeah. every time. Every time. Okay, very cool. And so, uh, so you're also is is that sort of you and the guitar or how how do you go about that kind of thing? Oh, uh, more the first movie I had my guitar into it, Wild Rebel, and then I used my keyboard because I could do more uh, classical score, you okay, know, with orchestration yeah. and all that stuff, oh. <laughs> strings, <laughs> all right. really dramatic music. Yeah, but because that's your second second instrument, mm-hmm. um, th- that's probably the one you use the most when you come to the open mic. Um, and you've also got uh, a certain um, rodent who accompanies you on the stage sometimes yes. with a very busy career of its of its own. He couldn't be here today. Couldn't we tried to today. get him into the yeah, studio, yeah. but couldn't uh, he couldn't make him. it. We yeah. couldn't afford him. You know, he, he charges, I think, one million for walk-in, so we can't afford him to actually Yes, talk. and a lot of groupies, so... Yeah. So, yeah, but we need to talk. Who is he? Do Dr. introduce him, because and How did you meet him? Dr. Yeah. Mouse. Well, Dr. Mouse. Dr. Mouse. How did you meet him? I met him in my apartment, because he had there his own mouse hole. Okay, okay. And he was playing saxophone all day long, uh-huh. and I heard, man, there's someone playing sax. And so, you, so you thought that's just the perfect addition to to my music. Yes. So, you, so the two of you got together. So yeah, to clarify, um, in the in the reality, it's it's actually like a puppet it's with a, puppet, a saxophone yes. that you have on stage sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's got its own sort of narrative of being. A movie star and and loads of groupies and so yes. on and it's it's got its own song, hasn't it? Mr. Yeah. Sex Appeal. Exactly. How how did you sort of come up with this? Because you your music is also sometimes it's 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 very sort of cynical and mm-hmm. sarcastic and also with with a comedic side to it. So how did you come up with sort of the character of Doctor Mouse? Yeah, the character of Doctor Mouse was in a lot of my movies. So <laughs> I had him in real surreal, real crazy situations. Mm-hmm. And I decided three years ago to use him uh, for my stage appearances. Okay. I played a whole cabaret show with him. Ah, interesting. Okay. And yeah, that Mr. Sex music, Appeal. Music, cabaret. music and okay. cabaret, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And Mr. Sex Appeal always was his song. Okay, okay. So what are, your, what are the themes that you um, write? About because I've I've heard some darker songs, mm-hmm. yeah. like uh, about torture. 
Torture. Yeah, you mean the song about Sylvia Likens? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, talk about that. I mean, that was really surprising to, to people when you perform that. Yeah, yeah uh, the thing is, a friend of mine brought me to this theme. She, she told me, hey man, that would be interesting stuff for making a movie. Mm. And I tried to get... Uh, I try to get money from the government, but you know, when you don't have family or someone who works in that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to it's get, Austria, yeah. get in. Yeah, and so sort of, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And so I wrote this song about her, and I, r I read a lot of books about Sylvia Likens, and I also saw a movie about her. It's called An American Crime with Ellen Page as Sylvia, but it's a real bad movie because it. It doesn't show the real cruel, you know, mm -hmm. and the real crime. Yeah, it's sort of very limited. Yes. Okay. Was that is that fill, a crime in the sixties? Yeah, 60s? fill those listeners in. Yeah. On what that that was nineteen sixty four, right? Sixty five. Yeah. Sixty five. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I've heard of it before. Yeah. And I always like, oh, that that's really interesting, and it's such a like Phil said, it's such a stark contrast to what you normally do. You do yeah. sort of funnier songs, cynical songs, but that's that one's really dark. And I'm I'm always really I it's it's interesting to um, see the react the reaction of, of the audience when you play that. Because before it's it's like they they laugh and, and they're they're happy and then they sort of really stop in their tracks and are very quiet for, for the duration of that song. So yeah. You also write songs about your female protagonists in your movies, right? Okay. Going off at the poor girl again. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no? What, what's your next song about? If the song I write? The next song that uh, you will be performing for us. Or maybe, yeah, You Are Like a Cactus. Du bist wie a Cactus is about a bad relationship, you know, about a woman who always gave me pain. And heartaches, and so I wrote this song about her. You are like a cactus. It's not always uh, horror, horror stories, or comedy. It's also about love stories. Are horror stories most of the time, from my <laughs> experience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. But that could just be me. So you have personified uh, your your relationship, claiming that uh, your lover was like a cactus. Yes. Well, she should have shaved. That's what razors are for. If you feel like a cactus, please just shave. So this is Wolf Morrison with Du bist wie ein Cactus. You are like a cactus. All right. Mir. 
Irgendjemand, dann will ich keine und bleib mein ganzes Leben lang alleine. Oder vielleicht auch die Jane, die Liebe da hinten, die ganz gerne. Du bist wie ein Kaktus in der Wüste, der grabiert. Und ich mag eigentlich gar keine Kaktus, greif es an, gibt's mir jedes Mal einen Stich. Na, ich mag eigentlich gar keine Kaktus, greif es an, gibt's mir jedes Mal einen Stich. That was Wolf Morrison with You Are Like a Cactus, Du Bist Wie Ein Cactus. That was intense. Green and unshaven. <laughs> well, she was shaven. <laughs> But not that green with envy, sadly. Mm. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, um, new movie uh, on YouTube, mm -hmm. right? Uh, what's next? Yeah, what's going... The What's... In the Wolf Morrison pipeline. Yeah. The next movie will be a documentary. It's called The Sound of Alicia Edelweiss. Uh -huh. And it's about Alicia Edelweiss, who is not only a very interesting performance artist, but also the accordion player for Voodoo Jürgens. Oh, interesting. interesting. And How did you meet her? Oh, she, she was at the open mic at the loft a few times. Oh, okay, and good. I've met her. And I've, I haven't seen her for a while, and last year I've met her again, and mm. we talked about making a documentary about her. Oh, great, great. This is your first documentary. It is, yeah. Cool. And what's different? What's what's the most um, different thing about making a documentary versus making a piece of fiction? How is it like to work with a, an actual person and, and not not enough? An actor playing yeah. someone else. I, I'll tell you, one feels more like a book and one feels more like a document. Probably. Could be. And you hold it. It's much more interesting to make a documentary because you have a real person here and I'm following her since uh, January. Okay. So I made interviews with her and her family and with Budu Jürgens and I'm filming her concerts and her okay. performances. And... It will still continue until the end of this year. Okay, so it's like a year in yes. the life of um, Edelweiss. Yes. Cool. Where is she right now? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she's in Vienna. I thought you were following her. <laughs> Not like a she stalker. She got away. She got away. She got away. No, but I film her concerts uh -huh. and make interviews with her. Okay. And how do you go about um, doing the interviews? Well, how do you come up with your questions? Uh, yeah, I look at her life and read about her life and then I ask her situations and okay. about her influences okay. and how she came to music. And the most interesting thing is how she feels as a woman in a male-orientated music mm -hmm. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I mean, now you've actually done it all. I mean, you've you've hosted with me at at, mm -hmm. at Open Phil. You've done interviews. I think he's out to to replace us, Phil. <laughs> Anytime. Possibly, now. possibly. He only needs to start an open mic if yeah, he, if he didn't like ours so much. Exactly. That's the only thing. We better watch our back. Do you have any more songs <laughs> about Vienna? Oh yes, Idiotenstadt. It's uh, about the political situation. 
Okay. So. Oh, well, very relevant once again. So it's now also songs yeah. about politics. Yeah. That's just, you have a wide spectrum of interests. Yes. And the topics of expression. Yes. And it all go- comes back to Vienna som- somehow. So. Yeah, because I live here. So. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. You've got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. W- why don't you round out the hour for us with this... Uh... City of Idiots. Yes. So we leave you with Wolf Morrison's Idiotenstadt, Idiot City. Endlich einmal auf und reißt die Fenster ganz weit auf. Bei Sollebrücken und Mauern nieder, dann seid's vielleicht nicht immer so zwider. Ihr seid in eurer Sturheit so versessen, so kommt's denn hier schon ganz vergessen. Was es heißt zu leben und sich gegenseitig Liebe zu geben. Ich bock es nicht, ich bock es nicht, ich halt es einfach nicht mehr aus. Ich bock es nicht, ich bock es nicht, ich muss es dir statt einfach raus. Idiotenstadt, Idiotenstadt, mir gehen die Leute schon so am Sack, ich hab das alles einfach nur mehr satt. Idiotenstadt, Idiotenstadt. ins Gesicht und ihr glaubt's noch jede Geschichte. Ihr buckelt's vor der Obrigkeit und sauft sich dann die Bieren wach. Dann seid's alle ganz, ganz furchtbar zart. Ich bock es nicht, ich bock es nicht, ich halt es einfach nicht mehr aus. Ich bock es nicht, ich bock es nicht, ich muss aus der Stadt ganz geschwind raus. Idiotenstadt, Idiotenstadt, wir gehen die Leute schon so am Sack, ich hab das alles einfach nur mehr satt. Idiotenstadt, 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 Idiotenstadt. Idiotenstadt.